Welcome to the Justin and Luke Show. The Ultimate Practice. What medical school forgot to teach you about building the life of your dreams. Written by Justin Hewall and Luke Infinger. Narrated by Million Quinteros. Chapter 9, The CEO Mindset Where there is no vision, the people perish. Proverbs 29.18 Making the shift from the doctor mindset to the CEO mindset may seem like a small thing, but it is huge when it comes to making money in your practice. It involves a complete repositioning of your role as the doctor with staff that support you, providing service to your patients. You become the leader in your business responsible for guiding your team in providing an exceptional experience to your customers. Stepping into your role as the CEO of your business may seem daunting. You may think that you don't have time to take on all the tasks that a CEO is responsible for on a daily basis. This is okay. We want you to be doing what you do best in the business, which is caring for your patients. That is where you are the most valuable. We also want to set the vision for your business, how it shows up in the community, how big it grows, and what kind of revenues it generates. We'll show you how you can create your vision for your practice at the end of this chapter. As the CEO, you are responsible for sharing this vision with your team and engaging them to help you in making it real. When we work with our doctors in this capacity, we tailor the systems in our patient acquisition and retention framework to carry this vision out and we make sure every team member knows the importance of their role in bringing it to fruition. We allow you to focus on patient care with the confidence that the business of the practice is being handled and all the critical steps in ensuring a high-caliber patient experience are happening consistently. Another important responsibility you have as the CEO is setting the culture of the business. People always know when the staff are only there to do a job and collect a paycheck. When we work with a practice, our ultimate goal is to get you to a CEO role within your practice, where you cast the vision and your team adopts your mission and core values. Your team then handles all of your tactical work with that vision in mind, so you can get back to helping patients. In the previous chapters, we discussed the consequences that an influx of leads due to marketing can pose on your team and their readiness to handle the calls and inquiries. Their readiness and willingness to follow scripts and procedures to convert these leads into patients depends on their level of commitment to the success of the practice. This is the reason why we emphasize that your team and culture are the right things to focus on in your business. When we take the time to focus on team and culture and the systems needed to handle these leads, your revenue will grow. Do you have a mission that your practice stands for? In most practices that we start to work with, the answer is usually no. A mission is critical to a successful business because it sets the tone for why the employees come to work every day. Having a mission that you and your team live by day to day ensures that everyone is in line with the priorities and values of the practice. In a cohesive practice, people don't just come to work to take home a paycheck. They come to work because they believe in and are excited by what the practice stands for. This makes all the difference between your staff being too busy to pay attention to the patient's concerns and your team being excited about being busy helping more patients live better, happier lives.
When a doctor partners with us to handle the business side of their practice, and we get them set up with the patient acquisition and retention framework, one of the first things we do is set up an office visit to check out the office culture. We can always tell right away whether an office has it going on or not. If we walk in and the office is bland, the staff are running around barely acknowledging patients, and nothing has been updated since the early 90s. We know that this office is not aligned with a solid mission and core values. We can almost be sure that the staff shows up to work to do their job, collect a paycheck, and get back home as soon as they can, living for the weekend instead of the vision. Patients are almost an inconvenience, and there is little appreciation for the fact that, without them, they would not have a job at all. The doctor may try to emphasize the fact that patient care is the number one priority. However, their focus is on increasing patient volume through their marketing efforts and further taxing their untrained, overwhelmed, and unmotivated staff. While they are fighting a losing battle, these doctors keep trying to solve the problem by going after more patients. They try to fix external problems with their marketing, their website, or the latest and greatest services that they aren't offering. But the real problem lies within. The doctor is not taking the leadership role and inspiring the team to adopt their mission and core values. A great practice culture can only come from the doctor and trickle down through the staff to the patients. Anyone who blames their staff for the vibe in the office is not taking responsibility for their role as the CEO of their practice. One of the first things we do when we begin working with an office is to establish an internal mission and core values that the doctor and team adopt as their own. This becomes the basis upon which the patient experience is built, and any action or process is measured against this mission and these values. Everything that does not fit with the patient experience that we stand for is evaluated for its necessity and either thrown out or replaced by a new process or protocol that support the mission and key values. The patient experience becomes exceptional. Everyone in the practice is smiling, and there are happy patient videos everywhere on their website and social media. The mission becomes part of the overall brand of the practice and seeps out into the world. People naturally gravitate towards a practice that has it together and lives by their mission. Here is the mission and core values of one of our clients. Our mission is to provide the highest quality surgical care to our patients and the highest quality consultative services to our referring physicians. Core Values Compassion Above all else, we pledge to provide every patient that walks through our door with dignity, kindness, concern, and respect for which they are entitled to. We treat everyone the way we ourselves would like to be treated, no exceptions. Innovation At the Surgery Group, we're always looking for new ideas and opportunities that will guarantee that the level of care we offer today can always be better than it was yesterday. We're always looking for ways to improve our services, our processes, and our practice from the top down. Integrity. We deeply value only the highest levels of personal and professional conduct and pledge to be consistent, thorough, and above all else, honest in everything we do. Teamwork. Finally, we deeply believe that we are all in this together 
As a team, we are much stronger than we could ever hope to be as individuals. And we work hard to always foster an environment where efficiency, growth, and creative thinking allow us to come together. We believe in collaboration across the board. As the CEO in your business, setting the culture in your practice is the first step in getting your team to buy into your vision and goals for your practice. You need to share your vision, where you want to see your practice in the next year, and how much you'd like to grow in the next five years. Your team needs to align with your vision and get on board to help you find ways to get there. We've worked with doctors in the past that have been apprehensive about sharing information with their team about revenue and targets for the practice. Full transparency with your team is the only way to get their complete alignment on your goals, the tasks needed to attain those goals, and ultimately what you're all working towards. By sharing this information with your staff, you are showing them that they are a valued member of your team who matters. They're not just someone who answers the phones, follows up with patients, or does payroll. In the end, a great CEO with a powerful vision, mission, and core values inspires the team to take ownership and adopt these as their own. This trickles down into their day-to-day -day tasks, creating a phenomenal patient experience and impacting everyone that your practice has the honor of serving. Employees who buy into a vision and mission get more excited to be at work and they can actually believe in the core values and grow personally while earning a paycheck. To create this level of alignment in your practice, whether you have two people or 30 people working for you, answer the following questions. Your answers will form the basis of your mission and core values. Questions to help build your mission. Number one, who do you want to help? Number two, how do you want to help them? Number three, what is the change or difference you want to see in their lives? Number four, how will you know you're successful? Once you have a mission statement and core values, use it to evaluate everything that you and your staff do. Throw out anything that does not fit and replace it with a process that supports the experience that you want to create for your patients. When you have this in place, you are ready to start addressing how you will extend your reach and serve more people. It is at this point that we can confidently start generating quality leads for our practice. When we know that there is a strong mission and core values guiding the team's work ethic, we don't have to worry that the influx of form submissions and inquiries will disrupt the quality of the patient experience. A team that has bought into the CEO's vision will be excited about the opportunity to follow up on these leads and make the vision a reality. When the patient acquisition and retention framework is in place, everyone on the team knows exactly what their critical role is in the process of realizing the vision. They are motivated to use the office playbook, follow up on leads, and get them into the office so they convert into patients. Because they have adopted the vision as their own, it actually fulfills their personal mission to help more patients within the practice. They are eager to learn and find innovative ways to improve their performance, to advance their CEO's vision, because it has become their vision. At the end of Chapter 4, we asked you to answer three questions. At that point, we wanted to get you thinking about some goals to help guide you out of the illusion. Now that you understand the importance of getting clear on the purpose and direction of your practice, 
we can use these questions to create the vision for your business. Questions to help build your vision. Number one, what does the dream life of yours look like? Number two, what does your dream practice look like? Number three, what is the critical number that your practice needs to generate? Your answers to these questions are critical because unless you have a vision for what you are creating with your practice, it is impossible to build a marketing strategy to get you there. The purpose of your practice is to give you a place to use your skills to serve patients. But ultimately, it is a way for you to generate the income you need to build your dream life. That is why we ask what your dream life looks like first. We want to get an idea of the kind of revenues we will need to generate in order to fund the great lifestyle you want to live. The next question asks about your dream practice so we can measure where your practice is now against the practice you want to build. This creates the vision for your business that you share with your team to give them a sense of direction. It helps everyone on the team to understand what you are working together to create and creates a common purpose. The final question asks about the critical number that your practice needs to generate. We want to know how much money you need to pay all your expenses and give yourself the paycheck that is big enough to accomplish the big dream. When we first started working with Dr. Milner, he had been spending a ton of money on marketing and felt burned because he was not getting any results. Upon further investigation, we discovered that he did not have any strategy whatsoever. All he knew was that he needed to make more money, and it was not happening. We used these three questions to create a strategy for him. From his answers, we were able to build him a budget, and we came up with the critical monthly number of $130,000. This is what he needed to make in order to pay all his expenses and take home a paycheck, something that he had not done for many months. Through the implementation of our patient acquisition and retention framework in his office, he has been able to consistently reach and exceed his critical number. This is the difference that the CEO mindset makes. Whenever doctors make the shift from the doctor mindset to the CEO mindset and invest in a solid strategy that they follow through upon, we see them emerge from the illusion and start living the life of their dreams. The next step is following through on creating an exceptional patient experience. And that's what the next chapter is all about. This has been The Ultimate Practice what medical school forgot to teach you about building the life of your dreams. Written by Justin Hewall and Luke Infink. Narrated by Million Quinteros. For more information, visit justinandluke.com.